Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. With winter coming and weakened pandemic immune systems, it's important that we keep our kids healthy. Tiger gummies are an incredible daily vitamin that I give to my own kids to support their little growing bodies. There are 22 essential nutrients in one gummy. They're vegan, all natural, and free of dye and junk, and my kids actually like them. Visit tigergummies.com and use my code REDCARPET20 at checkout for 20% off a subscription of vitamins. That's REDCARPET20 at checkout for 20% off a subscription of Tiger Gummy Vitamins. Hey everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and what a treat this week's episode is. I had so much fun recording this and doing this interview. Um, I just, I had the best time talking to my guest, Frank Stallone. Now, Frank Stallone, to me, is the better looking Stallone. Sorry, Sylvester. But no, really, he is a musician and an actor. And more importantly, he's the subject of the new documentary out across all video on-demand platforms called Stallone dot 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 Frank, that is. So yes, if you didn't know, Frank is the younger brother of Sylvester. But Frank is quite the man himself. He has been nominated for a Golden Globe and a Grammy, and he still performs today, um, you know, in, in concerts across the country. So his band that he put together, Valentine, was first noticed in the movie Rocky, where they sang this original song called Take You Back. And there's one little scene with him and Sly, and I think he says something like, get a job, you bum. Um, but then Frank went on to compose and sing a handful of songs on the soundtrack for Staying Alive. You know, the famous John Travolta movie in the 70s with the disco. And that's where he was nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe Award for a bunch of his music. So this documentary about Frank was very cool. I mean, I guarantee you you don't know Frank's story. And they didn't sugarcoat anything. I, I mean, I kind of was thinking it and then they went out and said it like you know it kind of sucks to be known as Rocky's brother all the time when Rocky isn't even a real person it's a fictional character it just you know it kind of went there but oh my gosh and and Frank he's almost 70 or maybe he is 70 I think and he's so charismatic and he is not married ladies you can go on a date with him if I was single I totally would <laughs> um don't throw shade at me age is just a number bitches so um after this quick break you can listen to my interview with the lovely and charismatic Frank Stallone Everyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with sneakers and shoes especially living in New York City Visit YorkAthleticsMFG.com today and use my code REDCARPET at checkout for 20% off a new pair of amazing sneakers. These sneakers are so lightweight and so stylish that you can work out in them or you can just wear them all day. Don't forget, use my code REDCARPET at YorkAthleticsMFG.com today to get yourself 20% off a pair of super stylish and athletic shoes. 
So how's the pandemic been for you? Well, it, not, not, not too bad because as you can see, this is like a, a quarter of my books. I have like a thousand books, maybe yeah. more all through the house. So I've always been a guy that kind of hangs around the house. I have a lot of hobbies, you know, so mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'll, if I get bored, I go up and watch the encore Westerns or stuff yeah. like that. Or right now you can hear the washing machine. I'm washing my clothes <laughs> and uh, that'll be ironing them later on. So yeah. but I do a lot of different things. So not bad. What I do miss is like kind of, well, I miss going out in the afternoon with my friends for lunch or stuff like that, mm -hmm. or just hanging out. I love, I mean, I'm a real Italian. I love to sit outside, talk and drink wine and yes. or just then call Uber and take me home. But I mean, yes. that's what, that's what I miss actually. Mm -hmm. That kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Or but doing it guilt-free, right? Not yeah, feeling guilt -free, super yeah. weird. If, you, yeah, if yeah. you go out with a friend and you're distanced and you're outside, you still feel yeah. weird, right? You're yeah. like, ah. It's not great for your dating life, which I haven't done in about a year and a half. I mean, I don't oh. know how you really connect with a mask. Hey, let me tell you something. You look really good in that mask. I mean that. Yeah. Not I like that. I like the Louis Vuitton mask you're wearing. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy stuff. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I um, I talked to a guy that was a matchmaker during the pandemic, and he actually oh. said there have been Zoom dates where the guy will actually order the girl dinner to be delivered to her house, and they'll eat that's it together over Zoom. <laughs> That's two Jetsons for me. That's two George it's Jetsons. So yes. funny though. I was like, wow, okay, I get it. I totally get it's it. Just but, so um, I mean, but the but you know, it's it it's very cathartic for me. It's very weird for me because you know, yeah. when you've dealt with so much like back and forth and rejection and this, and now yeah. since I've been doing these these this uh interview thing for a lot of interviews, like eight today. Oh, wow. It's, it's such positive energy coming from people. So I said, well, maybe we did something right. It's just because I'm yeah. not used to that. I'm used to yeah. getting hammered, you know, oh. I'm used to getting like pounded. Totally, by, by the totally press. get it. No, I get it. And this, this film, it was, it was uplifting. And I really enjoyed how uh, honest you were. I mean, there was a, a one point where I think someone said, or you said, you were like, yeah, it, sucks being Rocky's brother he's a fictional character like what the hell you know how do you how do you separate yourself from that and you've done a phenomenal job separating yourself mm -hmm. but something I wanted to to ask you was you know it's been said that you could have been a lot bigger but you didn't have the team behind you do you feel any resentment about that about not having the right people behind you to build up your no, career I'm, you know Lauren hindsight's 2020 I don't know if it's resentment I, maybe maybe it was my fault. Maybe I was too nice of a guy. Because, you know, my managers, I love them. They're my, but they were like my friends. And sometimes, you know, that happens. And I think what happened to, I think on the local level, we were great. You know, we got this going on. But I think when things happen, like we're staying alive, I don't know if they had the tools. Yeah. See, it would have been maybe different if I'd had like John Landau or like, uh, you know, Irving Azoff. They yeah. would have just, once those guys got an opening, they were gone. And so that's what it is. I mean, I can't really go back, but I, I made mistakes like that. I didn't make mistakes because I was a drug user or I was this or that. I made mistakes because maybe I was too nice of a guy or like, you know, well, they're my friends. I don't want to be that. Because, you know, people say, yeah, I think you need new management. Oh, so people said that to you and you just kind of Sometimes. were like, oh, it's fine, they're my friends. Yeah, but then later on, you know, like you see in the movie, 
I didn't talk to my manager for almost 29 years, but right. we loved each other. I mean, we drove out together. We're yeah. both Leos. I mean, we're yeah. both like, you know, it was so, it, and I said, you know, I wasn't going to be in the movie. And then I said to Derek, I said, you know, Derek, he's a major part of my life. You know, even though we haven't talked, let's see what happens. Let's see what he says. He might say, ah, well, Frank was always a jerk or something like that. I mean, but I mean, let's let it be honest. I mean, I was not on any of the interviews. So when I saw the movie, it was new to me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I wasn't, I wasn't so there. The did you, did you, what did you think about when your guitarist, your bassist, I think it was, he said you were Bob. He said you were difficult to work with. What did you think about that? Yeah, well, you know, Bob is like unfriended me and stuff. So you know what? He was oh, a guy. Bob. Yeah, he was a guy that had the girlfriend in the band that didn't like me because how come Frank sings everything? So, and I think uh, he kind of, I don't know why. We were, you know what the funny thing is though? Mm -hmm. Bob and I were the best friends since 1970. I mean, the best friends. We just hung out yeah. and, played, and all of a sudden, man, you know, just with, you know, I don't remember what he said. Like, that's how the band broke up that he threw. I don't remember that at all. No, it was, he just said that he's like, oh, you know, Frank was moody. He was difficult to work well, I with. I was moody because sometimes I'd come in and, you know, it was, it was like, you know, all the girls would interfere with the group. You know, I was like, I was yeah. like the single, happy-go-lucky guy. And these guys had girlfriends and like, oh, and the girlfriends would like get, get in their ear. Why is Frank singing all the songs? Who does Frank think he is, man? Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, like a Yoko yeah. Ono okay. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, so, totally. And, and of course I was in a bad mood sometimes, but but my, I, I, I wish Jody would have, wouldn't have passed God, my bass player, you know, the one I yeah. bought his bass because he was funny. He had the greatest Aww. laugh. We used to sit there. I'd drive to Vegas to do a gig and we'd be on the phone for like two, three hours. We just talk about, Aww. but it's just rehashing of stuff. You know, like when wow. you've known someone that long and I wish he would have been in because, you know, everyone else was in the group, but Jody was, uh, yeah, Bob is kind of like the only downer in the movie, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is is oh, Bob good. That's is the his only legacy. Downer. See, yeah. you mess with me, pal. That's your legacy. Yeah. Well, that everybody else said extremely positive, positive, uplifting things, and he was the only one. So I wanted to make sure to ask you about that. And that's really funny. I still that love you, Bob. Yeah. I, you know, look, yeah. I, I, don't, I, you know, what? What like you old seem guy. like it you seem like you don't hold grudges and you seem like um i don't know maybe it has something to do with the fact that you never got married <laughs> you're very light well, that, well and, yeah and i mean I might have been, <laughs> you know lauren i might have been a different guy now if i went through a few marriages like a lot of rock stars have exactly. that end up with no money and broke yeah well that was something else i was like you know you were actually the smart one because you saved a lot of money um if instead of having four divorces you just didn't get married yeah, right? and I think, I mean, oh God, yeah, and I think the whole thing of like you know, God going through a divorce has to be horrible, yeah. you know, and yeah, and I have separation anxiety to begin with because growing yeah. up the way I did and stuff like that. So I don't think I would have been a great candidate for divorce. I don't think anybody's mm -hmm. a good candidate for it, but I don't think it would have been good. I mean, you know, because I went through it. My mother's married five times, my father four times. Yeah, you know, Ooh. I mean, I got brothers and sisters out the ears. I don't know where they are. You know. I, mean, I could have some the, but listen you still could get married this is the thing you still yeah, could okay. but do i want to at this point like am i batting like 300 right now i mean what would happen i mean i don't i i feel like you'd never know in life i mean you next never know time, you know what next time You're right. i'm in la i'm hitting you up and I'm perfect um, no but you <laughs> never you know Lauren. but you never do know yeah. i mean yeah. you know i mean
whoever thought this movie would ever be made. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am the least, in a way, when you think about it, likely candidate for this. I mean, there could have been, there are much more famous people than me. I don't know if they have as weird a story as mine. They may be more famous, but I have a pretty, it's pretty out there. When you think well, I mean, there's somebody more famous than Brad Pitt, you know, I don't know. It's just like, you could keep saying that, but it's all about your story. And it's well, what all is about, his story? Is this I mean, story that interesting? I don't know. I feel like now with his divorce and like his a million children, it's kind of interesting, but I don't know, before that, not really. <laughs> See, I'd rather be me than Brad yeah. Pitt because to go through a divorce with the millions of children with someone that wants to kill you. I mean, you no, know, yeah. that really doesn't sound fun. It makes for a good headline for the rest of us to read so we can say, yeah. hey, glad that's not me. But um, so the music <clears throat> business is extremely tough and there's a lot of disappointment and, and you even talk about it, just that feeling that you get when a gig was canceled when you were first starting out. Oh, um, oh. So what do you, what, what advice do you have for, for young performers or, or people that want to go into the music business right now? You know, I, I hate to be encouraging because it's a different business now. Yeah. I mean, guys like rappers are making records in their bedroom on Pro Tools. It's not like I went, I came through the era where there was A&R, you, you know, if you were with a label. Yeah. You know, when you go to New York, you go to CBS. Wow, I'm on Columbia Records. When yeah. I was on RCA, I go, God, I'm on RCA Records. Elvis mm -hmm. was on RCA Records. Harry Nelson. It was part of a family. Now it's so disjointed. There's no labels anymore. And I don't even think it's really about the music anymore. I mean, it's basically sampling. I came up, you had to like play guitar or drum. You had to really play and be able to sing. Now you can kind of put a production together. You know what I mean? And yeah. not take, that's just the era they're in. I, you know, I, I don't want to sound like my parents. Ah, those Beatles, God damn it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember, oh, we used to have, I mean, practicing at our house, kids. All right, God, stop that goddamn combo, you know, combo, you know, because look, they're from the Harry James Benny Goodman right. era, World War yeah. II stuff, you know. So yeah. what they thought we were doing, like, look at that hair, you look like a girl, you know, I mean, so with the Catholic school, you're pulling your hair. Hey, what is that? What are you, sissy? Oh, yeah, I love when you talked about your hair in the in the film, oh. you talked about how long it took to straighten it, and then two seconds oh. on stage, under oh. the lights, it would just get so curly because you'd start sweating again. It's still that way. It's still that way. I mean, I got a blow dry, but it's still, I mean, you I have great hair. You got a full head of hair there. So good for you, know, you man. Seriously. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, but the thing is today, I mean, I still go on stage if it's humid. I'll end up looking like Harpo Marx. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who that is. I'm not even going to pretend, actually. The Marx so. Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know the Marx Brothers. I didn't know them by name. Right. So don't Angela judge Davis. Me. Okay. Don't so. judge me. Don't judge me. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So just back to the film. Um, yeah. When you when you first got word that this was happening, were you what what feelings did you have? Were you excited? Were I, you a little nervous? Or were you just shocked? Oh, when when they asked said that they wanted to do yes. a movie about me, I was exactly. kind of like, oh, I've heard this before, you know. Nothing. Ah, okay. And then I didn't hear from him a while. And then all of a sudden things started happening. I said, okay, I'll give you my Rolodex. These are all the people I know over the years. Yeah. Contact and see what they see what they say. And you know, I gotta say, other than a few people, uh, which I'll leave nameless, they, they all reciprocated. It was great. Yeah, there was a, a lot of guys on there. A Danny lot, like, Aiello, I love Danny. Oh, I, I know, I know, that's so true. I, I, I love him. He goes, hey, Mike, he's a five-tool guy. 
Yeah. I mean, he, see, he's like old school. Like, they don't talk like that now. Yeah, no, and he's, he's, like, he's so good. He's just so good. But he was so great. After. We did Hudson Hawk together. Mm. But when, but who says that nowadays? Eh, Frank's like a five-tool guy. He can <laughs> sing. I mean, it's like a Damon Runyon from Guys and Dolls. I mean, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he was a sweet man. And uh, he was. You know, it's, it, it's just, it, it's almost like I feel like I'm in a haze. It almost feels like when Staying Alive came out. It's like Staying Alive. It was like 18 years of back and forth and rejection and this mm. desolate times. And all of a sudden I was being like lauded, like, oh, look at those songs I've going yeah. around the world. Yeah. But since then it's been like kind of eh, in a way too. Mm -hmm. And now this movie, it almost kind of feels like that again. Because for some reason we've just gotten all this wonderful reaction. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, remember, this was done on a shoestring budget, Lauren. I mean, this right. wasn't like a, this, no, this wasn't like a huge, uh, you know, budget. And, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. and my brother is so funny. And see, people don't realize, and he's really a funny guy. He's really funny. Yeah. But you see it in the movie, but it's a mm -hmm. weird funny. It's not like slapstick funny. Agree. It's dry funny. It's dry. He kind of said like, you know, we agreed I wasn't going to sing and he wasn't really going to act. Oh, but he's a good actor. He's actually a good actor. Yeah. And then he threw the drum pedal and stuck in my head when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, but it was just, he goes, that's the way we roll. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So was he, was he pretty happy for you when this, this is all well, going you together? know what? We, we did it, and then I was really nervous because, you know, he's picking, yeah. picking, picking. So he went to his house, and his wife, Jennifer, is fantastic. You saw her in the movie. And the girls were there, and I was there, and the director was there. And we watched it in his house, you know, in his theater. And I was there, oh, God, please like this movie. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching like this. I mean, it's really weird watching yourself, like your life story and your brother and your family around. I can't like, imagine, but yeah, yeah. Think about it. So all of a sudden I see him and I know him very well. The director's sitting here, he's going, I said, okay, it's going to be okay. Because he was wearing his director's hat. Okay. And he was talking to the director. Going, mm. And I went like, oh, and he loved it. Oh, good. Oh, that's so great. Okay. That would have been a nightmare. Can you imagine yeah. like having your brother, you talk him into being in your movie and he hates it? Yeah, no, I I cannot imagine. So that and is, also yeah. Arnold, I got to thank Arnold. You know, we both have the same birthday. So we've known oh, each cool. other long July 30th. We've known each other a long time. And he's great, man. Because he used to come see me play. Yeah. 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 And, you know, this was before he was the governor and stuff. And he's, you know, I've known him a long time. That's so, so it, great. You did have such an eclectic group, really. In your I know. Do you think yeah. about it? Like Geraldo mm -hmm. and Frankie Avalon and then Billy you know, Zane. Billy Zane. <laughs> I was like, wow. I uh, love Billy Zane. But wait, what was a better moment for you in your life? Kicking the shit out of Geraldo or getting nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe? Oh, definitely nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just wanted to see. Well, you know, I mean, the whole thing with Geraldo, I didn't want to fight anybody. I hadn't been in the ring in 12 years. Howard, Stern, <laughs> Howard Stern's fault. Yeah. Well. Put it on. And then at least, thank God, at least Geraldo and I ended up friends. I didn't never, I never had anything against Geraldo. I think he's a really nice guy. And I, and he's had an extraordinary career himself. So, mm. I mean, I was, yeah, I was, you know, but they go, did you want to kick his ass? I said, of course. No, I came in the ring to get beat up by a re news reporter. No, of course exactly. I wasn't. Exactly. What's the point of getting in the boxing ring if you're not ready to kick if some ass? Hey, I listen, Geraldo, you're more famous than me. Knock me out. Of course not.
know? Right. So what are you looking forward to most for 2021, Frank? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing really what happens when this movie comes out. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of the movie coming out because it's almost like when people come see me play, they always have a preconceived idea. They think I'm going to come out like in camouflage, like I have no idea what they think. And yeah. then a lot of times after the show, they go, wow, man, I didn't know you wrote that. I didn't, I didn't know you could play guitar. I go, what did you think I did? You know? Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's like, you know, but right. that's, a, and that's what I'm finding out with the interviews. People are going, well, okay, Frank's been around, but I didn't know he did that, or I didn't mm -hmm. know he did that. And that, yeah. to me, the discovery of that, to me, is fantastic. That's my favorite part of it. Mm. So maybe people will get something out of it. I, I just hope they get something out of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 if you believe in yourself, you you know, you believe in God, and the, the gifts that you get, mm -hmm. you know, I believe I'm really blessed. I mean, I've had really hard times, but people have had worse times. But I, you know, I've been able to do what I want to do. I've yeah. been able to sing and do whatever, you know, I mean, what a great gig that is to be able to I do. I love that. What you want to do. I do. I love that for you. And and you're an incredible actor as well. I'll tell you, everybody loved you in Barfly, uh, but you scared the shit out of me. So oh, yeah. I was and, like really scared. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. You maybe like that's why I didn't work at for a while after that. But, you know, there's it's funny, right. thing, Lauren, there's two movies I did, Barfly and Tombstone. I have the same yeah. name, Ed mm -hmm. and Eddie. And the only two movies out of 77 movies where I have a mustache. So oh, my wow. two famous movies, no one recognizes me. That's no so wonder. Funny. Well, no, I recognize you. Believe me, oh, you I did? do. And yeah, well, yeah, you're scary in that. You really are. I'm like, I'm messing with you. Um, I mean, you're believable. That means you're a good actor. <laughs> I kind of like playing the bad guy roles because it gives you a lot more leeway to, you know, when you're a bad guy, you can do more things. You know, when you're a good guy, you, you can't, you know. Now, are you out of New York now? Totally boring. Yes, I'm in New York. I'm in Manhattan. Is um, it cold? Yes. So it's actually, it's funny. This is really toughing me up. I eat outside in 30 degree weather now. Good I feel, you. you know, I feel very tough. Um, I want to support local businesses. I, Good for you. Yeah, I really do. I um, Go I'm to my friend's restaurant, Chaz Palminteri's. It's the well, best he restaurant. Doesn't, he doesn't need my help, I'm sure, but I, I would love to go there. You so. know what? You, you're like a member of the Polar Bear Club then. You're like yeah. Sub-Zero. No, I do. I'm so fine with it. I just, I've been so disappointed in, you know, how this is, city has been and you know what I mean with yeah. Cuomo and the block. It's been very frustrating. I think for you just so. to get out and that's what I do. Yeah. You know, exactly. I wear my mask if I have to, but I, I see people driving in LA with a mask and a welding shield. I said, oh, come on. Right. That might be for like an Uber driver or something, but that's so weird. Yeah, not um, for me, but I yeah, mean. Yeah, I know, I know. I just hope, Lauren, someone, I hope they get something out of it. I mean, yeah. it's always something, I think a lot of movies I've seen, I always get something. I pull, maybe it could be this much out of it, but I always yeah. try to get something out of it, you know? Like every time I see, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, every time I see Gone with the Wind, every, I always pull something out of it that you can kind of relate to your own life and i think maybe a lot of people that are maybe a lot of people that watch it can pull something that relates to their life you know i went through you know yeah a lot a lot of different i love that that's actually really good advice too whatever you're watching 
try to pull something out of that that will help you in your life. I really love that. And that actually is something that I'm going to make a note of on my phone to do. That's really good advice, Frank. Um, But I guess we have to wrap this up. I hope everyone loves Frank Stallone as much as I do now. And I hope everyone watches the documentary Stallone dot 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 Frank that is. It's across all video on-demand platforms for rental or for purchase. And it's worth it. It's uplifting. And it's a story that you didn't know about. I I guarantee it. So anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast. And if you like it, don't forget to rate and subscribe. And if you want, you can even leave a review. That would make me so happy. Thanks so much for listening again. And until next time. If you're anything like me and your mind is constantly racing, then you need to try Caliper CBD packets. I take one packet and I mix it with water before bed and I sleep so much better. I wake up completely fine and not groggy at all. Caliper CBD packets are perfectly measured and there's no mess and they are powerful. They're also perfect for any time of the day. Visit trycaliper.com and use my code RED20 for 20% off CBD packets plus free shipping on your first order. That's trycaliper.com and use the code RED20 for 20% off and free shipping.